listening to the Mind Manual Podcast, Episode 6, The Most Important Relationship of All. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another session of the Mind Manual Podcast. This week, I want to explore the underlying root cause of so many of our problems, our insecurities, control issues, relationship issues, lack of self-confidence, self-sabotaging behaviours, over-desires, addictions, and the list goes on and on. We fall for the illusion that all of it is outside of our control, which then places us in a victim role where we remain at the effect of. So life just keeps happening to us. And in this model of the world, we end up remaining powerless which then has us operating from a place of fear. But that's just the first part of it. Then we have the self-dialogue that goes on and on, the incessant self-talk that occurs throughout every day. Our mind is very well trained into looking for the negative in order to assess the situation for threats and to increase our chances for survival. This bias in searching and scanning for the weaknesses or in a situation or in ourselves is its attempt to alert you that it's not safe to go out there. So it thinks you should go back in your cave and not risk it because that's where you'll be safe. This is our instinctual, more primitive program that comes to us pre-installed. The trap is that we keep believing all of our thoughts as if they're concrete or truths. When you hear yourself coming up with thoughts like, I'm not good enough, I could never do that, I'm not as good as they are, which are all going to induce emotions of feeling unworthy, insufficiency and helplessness, you end up thinking that's just the way things are with you as if it's just a narration of the facts. You don't see that they're just thoughts your mind is offering you to keep you small and hiding in that comfortable cave where there is no chance for rejection or exclusion from the pack. These thoughts that you have about yourself become so rehearsed and embedded into our psyche that we begin to identify ourselves with them and they become reinforced over a lifetime. Every one of those I am statements that you say to yourself and then use to describe yourself is the place you start to live your life from. They become the core beliefs you have about yourself. And the way it works is they also become your self-fulfilling prophecy. Your mind will filter the world through a lens of inadequacy and unworthiness that you've just set up and it will present to you all the evidence that you need to show how right you are, which then sets itself up as further evidence for the thoughts and beliefs you have about yourself. So we're not seeing things as they are. We're seeing things as we are, which is a type of self-induced hypnotic trance that we place ourselves in. If you were to go and write down all the thoughts you say to yourself about yourself and see whether they land in a contracting limited mindset or an expanding growth mindset, 
you'll start to see what sort of program you're setting up for yourself. These thoughts you have is what defines your relationship with yourself. When you're too busy telling yourself that you're not good enough and you don't matter, it's very unlikely that you're going to be there for you while ever you're too busy putting yourself down. Instead of stepping in to make sure that all your needs are being met and desires fulfilled, you're unlikely to go and take responsibility for ensuring you go and fill yourself up in making sure you go after your dreams for you. The only place left for you to turn will be in relying on others to do that or in blaming them for not getting it right or in not meeting your needs because you're not there for you. You need to go and be all of that for you. No one can ever take your place in you being and doing that for you. So because you haven't stepped into this place for you, not only do we go and pile that responsibility onto those closest to us, we also need to go and escape from the pain and suffering we feel in not filling ourselves up with what we need and desire. And so we turn to the thing that will give us some sort of relief with a hit of dopamine to feel good in the form of food, alcohol, affairs, retail therapy, wins at the casino, you name it, virtually anything that can distract us from feeling our emotions, that can take us away from the pain and rejection and move us towards a hit of pleasure. This primal need to avoid pain and seek pleasure has its own built-in addictive reward system. By relieving us from the emotional discomfort and even distress, and substituting it for some feel-good hormones. This pattern of avoiding pain only to be rewarded with pleasure becomes an addictive cycle that we keep repeating over and over again. The thing is, the very thing that takes us away from that pain and moves us towards pleasure is usually going to cause us some pain on the back end, such as drugs weight gain, divorce, or credit card debt. We train ourselves up thinking that pain is something we should avoid and replace with pleasure, so we go and do the thing that we know will give us that hit of pleasure only to cause more pain from which we need relief. So we turn towards pleasure and the vicious cycle continues. This is all to help overcome our unwillingness to process our pain and willingness to neglect going after what we truly desire. Usually what we truly desire is a longing to be connected and loved and to grow and evolve while discovering what's possible and realising the potential that's within. When we respond to that divine nudge that urges us to seek out more and become more, we don't need to rely so much on distracting ourselves. And there isn't those back-end consequences from overeating or over-drinking and anything else we can buffer with because we've addressed the root cause of those uncomfortable feelings 
by daring to dream big, having our own back and going for it. So if you're missing that connection and love in your life, the first thing we need to do is to step into connecting and loving yourself, connecting with who you really are and loving yourself unconditionally. When you can do that with yourself, you'll know how to do it with others. And when you constantly criticise and judge others, we know this is just a projection of your own internal thought patterns. Byron Katie is quoted as saying, it's not your job to like me, it's mine. And if you want to meet the love of your life, then look in the mirror. Albert Einstein's purportedly quoted as saying, a ship is always safe at shore, but that's not what it's built for. And if you want to live a happy life, tie it to a goal, not to people or objects. In order for you to achieve your goals, your dreams and desires, you need to love and honour and commit to you in loving and living into your future self over and above the instant pleasure hit of that tub of ice cream or thing that only makes you feel worse afterwards for having done it. We need to step into the identity and feeling space of that future person who is already living in that reality, in moving through the motions and experiencing life as that person who is living in that dream now, who is meeting those desires and who has achieved those goals. This will help you to align every aspect of your being in becoming that person now. You don't need to wait until you've reached those goals to feel the way you want to think and feel about yourself. You can start living into your future self now by thinking and feeling and doing the things you would imagine yourself to be doing when you arrived at that goal. What would that look like? What would it sound like and feel like if you already had achieved the thing? You wouldn't be putting yourself down or thinking that you weren't capable enough or drinking a bottle of wine each night or feeling unworthy. Living in the space you might be currently at is not what's going to get you there. You need to become that person now and have those feelings fueling the actions you want to take and the behaviours and routines you know will get you there. We need to start showing up now the way you would imagine you'd be when you get there. So instead of beating up on yourself and not believing in who you could be, you need to be the biggest cheerleading squad you've ever encountered for you. You need to be that paramedic that runs out onto the field to make sure you can get back up and keep playing or the coach that can inspire you and believe you already have what it takes. You need to be all that for you. No one else is coming to do that job for you. You're it. So what's it going to be? Will you hand out all the put-downs and take on the your pathetic approach that you think will make you pick up your socks when it won't? or provide the gentle, loving hand that will lift you up to greater heights. Decide on what you want the relationship to be with yourself 
and then get real about which path it's going to lead you down. This is one of the most important decisions you'll ever make for yourself and the most important relationship you could ever foster. It's the friend with the greatest benefits of all. Discovering this will be your secret source to success. You are the magic pill. This is the journey of the Mind Manual Podcast. Thanks for joining me and tune in for another episode 